0: clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just 225 Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blueland products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh. Fresh and clean Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to dot slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners. dot co slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's R-O dot C-O slash clink.
1: Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha
3: Welcome. Welcome. Happy, happy day.
2: Happy day. It's
3: Monday. It is. Couldn't be better.
2: Well, it could be better. <laughs>
3: it could be better.
2: For <laughs> sure, it could be better. <laughs> I just ran into a friend and I said, it was outside. Don't send me any hate. I said, how are you doing? And he said, I am better than some, worse than others. And I thought, you know what? That is the best Mm -hmm. response I have heard in a long time. Very true.
3: I think my grandpa used to always say that. He always had these like witty lines. Actually, somebody asked recently on one of our Instagram posts, like where I come up with my funny, like no can do barbecue and all those funny things. I was like, I think it's my grandpa. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He always had something up his sleeve. So I am drinking water today, Gretchy. And you know Why? Why? Because I'm still on that 75-day hard water gallon challenge. Clean, clean. clean, clean. Got
2: my water right
3: here. (laughs) It's so boring. It
2: is so boring. And I'll tell you what. I had to just leave my house recently because I had someone come over and clean something for me. And I did not realize they were coming when they did. And
3: normally I stop drinking water because when I leave, I'm going to pee my pants. Oh, yeah. And you did you have to stop at McDonald's?
2: Yeah, basically, I had to pee in Trader Joe's and then I had to pee again somewhere, probably illegal. And
3: yeah, on account of all the water. (laughs) Probably illegal, (laughs) like on the
2: side of the road. I'm not disclosing any more than that. I'm a woman of mystery.
3: (laughs) You're trying to be classy? Yes. Okay. gotcha. That's the first. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. (laughs) Also, I was telling my girlfriends about this, you know, 75 hard challenge, right? Mm-hmm. And so they all started talking about their diet tricks and diet things. And one of them was telling me this trick she does. When she sees something her kids are eating that she would like, like macaroni and cheese or cake or whatever it is, huh. she takes a bite, chews it up and then she spits it out. I could never do that. <laughs> I could do that. And um, I and I have a secret. I've done it too. I think that's called. I think it's kind of a bulimia. little. Psycho. It's it's a little psycho. I think that's an eating disorder. No, it's so she, she even said she was like, and she's probably going to kill me when she hears this, but nobody knows who it is. She was like, you know, it's she said, I couldn't even understand why people actually swallow it and then throw it up. Like, you don't even have to swallow. You get all the satisfaction before. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is awful. D- I don't yeah. recommend. Okay? OK, it's not part of my dieting tips and tricks, but. Well, you
2: know that Alyssa Milano, she used to feed her children child that way.
3: Oh. Like a mother bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. Um my kid was on her baseball team, her kids' baseball team. Oh, did you know that? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. I saw her. I said, I think that's Alyssa Milano, which is always so interesting when you see people that you watched as a kid. Oh, it wasn't Melissa, uh, Melissa Milano. It was Alyssa Silverstone. Oh, Alice, yes, Alyssa yes. Silverstone. Clueless. Steen. Silverstone? Silverstone. We're wrong. Fiat Bill. she is she was my favorite and clueless by the way oh my god i loved her in clueless so
2: much i mean that movie it's the best it was that it's actually really disappointing that she's such a vegan hippie beautiful sweet person
3: now because i kind of want her to be like a spoiled brat bitch like in the movie no i know she had that little lisp going
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, so you good. know,
3: I, I meant to um start this podcast like a Southerner, Gretchen, since I'm living in Texas. and I got Oh, accent that's right. Down. That's right. OK, good on you. Ya. <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all, y'all know what yeah. I'm talking about. Right. Those special people that are on Patreon, they really know what I'm talking about. They know. Full disclosure, yeah. Tab was born
2: in Southern California, as was I. So we are not trying to
3: culturally appropriate the Southern people. Like no. Ilaria Baldwin, Ilaria. No, we are not doing that. But Gretchen thinks I'm going to take on the accent, and today I almost did because I played with a few. I played tennis with a few girls that were from here, and so you get their cute little twangs. You pick it up. You I pick know. It up. You can't I can't somebody. I, I yeah. want to start talking like that. By the way, you guys, my tennis game has come real far. Oh, we're so excited to hear about this. Thank you. Tell us. Do tell us more. Today, I played a round robin and you play nine games with each partner, right? So total of 28 games. I won 23 of the games. So are you touching the balls? What kind of balls are you talking about? You know the kind I'm talking about. (laughs) Those ones. (laughs) I'm for sure. Yeah. And the tennis balls. Are you touching those those balls? Those ones. Yeah, I'm touching those too. Those too. Okay. Okay. TMI, you guys. I got to get to the story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I'm glad my parents listened to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, if Brandy and Stephanie can do it. It's true. We listen to another podcast called BS, Weekly Dose of BS. And they talk about some funny things. Naughty. Naughty, naughty. Okay. Okay. So this week, the story comes out of NOLA. NOLA? Uh Uh-huh. New Orleans. We're going back. Soon enough. Soon enough. We will be there. So actually, one of our listeners suggested it. And when she did, I already kind of knew about the case, which I will get to. But we've talked about New Orleans before or New Orleans. You know, I have that California New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. nolans nolans Whatever it is, you guys. Okay. Um, Gretchen and I went to CrimeCon there. It's real fun.
2: Yeah. Highlight of our life, I think.
3: Uh, one of them for sure. Oh, yeah. So it's really fun place, but there happens to be quite a bit of crime. Kind of reminds me of Vegas. You know, you have this glitz and glamour and party all night, sleep all day, weekend of your life. But there's a real dark side to the town. I'm sure everyone has heard of Bourbon Street, but if you have not been, you should. It's an experience for sure. Everyone
2: should go at some point. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a hurricane.
3: Go oh, yeah. Get yes. your tarot cards read. Uh huh. So, you got music, bars, life, laughter, parades, beignets, street performers, naked lady dancers. Shoot, Gretchen and I even saw a naked bike parade. I would, in, I would talk about balls in the middle of the day. And I was worried about those ones. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking um, we were always, you know, I think women always think like, where the hell do men's balls sit when they're riding a bike? Well, Gretchen and I now know firsthand because it was a naked gay bike parade. So they were pretty much like it was probably 90 percent men. Yeah. So in 2012, there was a young mother named Jaren Lockhart working at one of the local strip clubs called Temptations. Jaren was 23 years old and she was living a pretty rough life. She had a three-year-old daughter who lived with her mother, the girl's grandmother at the time, and Jaren lived with her boyfriend at a hotel where you pay 60 bucks a night to stay. She had worked the poll on and off since 2009 and recently came back to do it to make some money to support herself and her boyfriend who had recently lost his job. This is all according to an article in a newspaper called NOLA, published in 2014. In this article, a friend of Jaron tells a lot about her. A lot that other sources that I have seen and read Failed to cover. For instance, Jaren was struggling with a heroin addiction, which makes sense as to why she would leave her daughter with her mom, which I think is a good move, I have to say. Oh, yeah. You don't want to have your child neglected or around drugs. So if someone in the family can tend to them while you're kind of getting your shit together, I think it's a better option. So Jaren was beautiful, like real pretty. She was young. She had aspirations of becoming something more with herself, going to cosmetology school perhaps in the future. But at the moment, she was struggling with drugs and living this life on Bourbon Street. On June fifth, two 2012, Jaron went to work like she usually did at night. But after she failed to show up to the hotel where her boyfriend was the next morning, he got alarmed. First, he thought Well, she probably got drunk and passed out somewhere. But as she, wait, but as the morning went on into the afternoon, Jeremy, her boyfriend, knew something was wrong. So he called the police to report Jaren missing. Her phone was also turned off, so he couldn't get a hold of her. I think it's still like this where when you report an adult missing, it's kind of like, well, they haven't been missing for 24 hours. So police, Tend to wait on doing anything drastic. Um, well, I actually just learned tab from what? the case that I, a
2: case that I am working on is that there is a they have something called an endangered missing persons. That's okay. how you get it escalated. So if they don't have evidence of the adult being endangered, you're right. I think it's kind of not such a big deal.
3: Mm-hmm. And I can I. I kind of can understand because we also had lost a friend in Vegas one night and we called the police. And I actually, I mean, they were going to come take a report, but at first they were like, no, we don't do that. And then she turned up. So I kind of. Can By the see. way, it was the night before my wedding. It That's was true. a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. It was a big thing. This girl right here did not sleep at all for the wedding, <laughs> unfortunately, because I was under duress from losing a friend. That ended up coming back. Thank God. Okay. Anyhow, unfortunately, in this case of Jaren, it wouldn't have mattered because on June 7th, just one day after Jeremy had reported Jaren missing, which I kind of think is cute that their names are Jeremy and Jaren. Yeah, that is cute. Jaren's body parts were discovered floating onto the shore And off the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Those Whoa, back up. How did they identify it was her right away? Well, they didn't right away. So somebody saw a torso at first. And that, you know, I mean, that's hard to identify right away. They did know that they were looking for a missing woman. So when a missing woman's torso kind of shows up, even though it was a different state, it was only 60 miles away. It was kind of like, oh, maybe this is her. But then they found her head. And so it wasn't long until they identified her. But these body parts were clearly cut into pieces. And even tattoos that Jaron had were cut away from her skin. Oh. So somebody really didn't want her to be identified. Wow. So this poor girl was mutilated and dumped. 60 miles from where she was last seen. Right away police are on Jeremy's case I mean seems about right jealous boyfriend with stripper girlfriend that can't be easy I mean having your girl rub up on somebody else's junk night after night but you know what turns out Jeremy isn't the jealous type and he had an alibi and that wasn't him okay So who was the last person to see Jaron? Police started gathering video footage from the club that night, and they saw Jaron leaving the club, with which appears to be two people that entered the club earlier that night. Upon further investigation, the other girls in the club said, yeah, there was a couple in here, and they were soliciting us to come back to their private party. So from video footage, you could see Jaren grabbing her stuff real quick and walking out the door. Some people claim it looked like Jaren knew the two people that she had left with. According to the show Killer Couples, police immediately released footage to the public in search for the two mystery people in New Orleans, and they got a tip. A woman called and said, pretty sure that's my daughter in that video. What do you think about that?
2: I would maybe call my, if I thought that was my daughter, that was the last person seen with this missing woman. I would maybe call my daughter first before the police, unless I thought my daughter was a total psycho and I didn't like her very much. That's what I think.
3: Yeah. I mean, I am not a criminal, but maybe I would have just Maybe acted like I never saw it after I called my daughter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Margaret Sanchez is the woman's name, and her mom must not have liked her because she called the police department and said, That's my daughter, I'm pretty sure, and she chose a lifestyle that I don't approve of. Oh, okay. She was pretty sure I was her at the strip club. So I'm kind of thinking that she was more on the straight and narrow kind of mom and Margaret was off on on a, another path. Okay. Sure enough, it was Margaret Sanchez. Margaret was known on Bourbon Street. She was a street performer. And she had actually worked with Jaron in 2009 at a club called Stilettos. It's a cute name for a strip club. So is Temptations. I think both of them are really Yeah, both of them are real
2: good. Way better than, what are they called in Vegas? Cheetahs and... Oh, yeah. Cheetahs. Like, who wants to go to Cheetahs? It's like the Olympic something. I never get that. The Olympic club. Okay, let me tell you
3: real quick. I know, like, this is total side note, but I've been to the Olympic club. And on the top floor are guys and the bottom floor are girls, which I think is genius. Just saying. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> gretchen doesn't agree but i do i mean i don't care about male strippers at all oh my god it's so funny it's just funny it's not like you're going there to get a orgasm oh i
2: like the girl strippers i would watch them all day
3: yeah because i want to i want to have their dance moves that's why i would that's like right. to watch them that's right yeah the guys are just funny it's like they're shaking their wang around yeah <laughs> okay So Margaret would sometimes take to the pole as well. She, too, was living a pretty rough life, one filled with drugs. They also soon saw that the man in the video was a guy named Terry Speaks. Terry, also known on the streets as he worked as a door guy from time to time at the clubs and worked at Stilettos in 2009 as well. According to Killer Couples, that show that I was talking about, Jaron didn't know these two. However, after my own research, I am going to say that they did. They worked together. Killer Couples left that out. Okay, just yeah. So, so they partied together. They worked together. They had the same lifestyle together. So to me, it makes sense that it was easy for Jaren to leave with these two as she knew them. Jaren's friends think that the two maybe offered her another job that night, maybe a bachelor party where her and Margaret would dance and Terry would kind of be the bouncer. They say that that happened a lot, and dancers usually took to that because they can make some extra money, especially if the like night was slow at the club. I get okay, it. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I could totally see it too. One of her friends said that it was a really slow night for Jaron that night. So I mean, I think if you're paying 60 bucks for just a hotel, you got to make at least that. Absolutely. So no one really knows what happened after Jaron left Temptations with Terry Speaks and Margaret Sanchez. And by the way, Terry Speaks and Margaret Sanchez are a couple. Okay. They're like dating and they've been dating for a while. So they're like really dating. Okay. It has been said that they were married, but they're not. What we do know is that Jaren's cell phone was turned off or went dead within 20 minutes of leaving work. They have video for- footage of Margaret's car headed towards her house in Kenner, Louisiana. And they have video footage of Margaret's car 22 hours later going to the Gulf of Mississippi, which is where they found Jaren, And then two hours after that, leaving the Gulf of Mississippi to go back to Louisiana. So what happened to Jaron? Police believe that these two had everything to do with it. And I kind of think so too. But who are these two? Let me get to Terry Speaks first. He was a, or yeah, he's not 43 anymore, but in 2012, he was a 43 year old dude that Killer Couples makes out to be somewhat of a nice guy. So they claim that he was in the military right after high school, got married, had two babies, and his wife left him because he was too gone too long in the Marines. He then headed into depression, not being able to see his kids, gets a job in the restaurant business, marries another woman, has another kid, Gets a restaurant job in New York, leaves his family again for a job as a chef in New York, and the wife leaves him because he's gone, just like the first wife. So he heads more into more depression, returns to New Orleans, and starts using drugs to battle his depression and losing his family. Well, let me tell you what I think about all of that. I think this fuck of a human can cry himself whatever river he wants to cry. (laughs) Okay. Because you don't have to leave your kids to work at a fucking restaurant as a cook. Okay. True. Very true. I bet if I called any one of his ex-wives up, they would also tell me that he's playing the victim card and they could have seen or he could have seen his kids. I'm not buying any of the bullshit that Killer Couples is selling. Okay? Okay. On top of that, he's also a sex offender. No way. Yes. And supposedly, when he was in New York, he was actually in jail. Okay? He's a total scumbag. Times 1,000.
2: Oh, my gosh. So what do they do? They try to make it all just like this Margaret is the
3: mastermind
2: yes. behind whatever yes. yeah they like to do that they like to make it like the
3: evil woman it's real strange i mean okay. that's kind
2: of like the whole basis of snapped
3: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's this case was interesting because it had such um different stories i guess you know what i'm saying yeah. so i had to piece together what i think that what i think really happened which is logical and i'll ask you at the end what you think okay so when police pull up terry's info they see that he was a convicted sex offender that had failed to register as a sex offender so he had a warrant out for his arrest so it's pretty easy to get this creep off the streets right away yeah all they have to do is find him so they do and they pull Terry and Margaret over in their car and you know what Terry does what he jumps out of the car and starts running
1: oh my leaving gosh. Margaret in the
3: car guilty i'm like what a coward also guilty like yeah <laughs> i mean total <laughs> totally guilty <laughs> like if it was just the sex offender thing i mean what it's just failure to register so that could be what a couple months probably No, he knows he just killed somebody. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it was more than that. Okay.
2: So he runs. I don't imagine he's in real good shape. So they probably caught him pretty quick.
3: Yeah, they caught him. They take him uh, in for questioning and they are both tight lipped. They're separated and they both say they have no idea who Jaron is when they press Margaret even harder. She curls up into a ball and starts sucking her thumb like a baby and rocking back and forth. Yes. And she's got blue hair at the time.
2: I've had blue hair. I know. As we've
3: discussed before.
2: (laughs) Do you hear how she says that? She's so judgy.
3: I also think she looked like you with blue hair. (laughs) It wasn't a good blue hair dye job. Oh, well then she looked real cute. I think that there are some people that can color their hair any which color and it's good. I also think that those dye jobs are really hard to maintain because it fades super quick and you've got to keep up with it. And I think that Margaret had a bad dye job like Gretchen. Okay.
2: You know who does it well? Kelly Osborne. She's always got that purple hair. She looks great.
1: There are a lot of people that look great. I
3: have seen, I have seen this one woman's hair. It was, it was amazing. It was like orange into purple, and I was like, that it, it sounds awful, but it was great. Whatever. So, anyways, it was really odd. Investigators believe that she was just acting to look insane. I don't know. I think she is a little insane. Obviously. Maybe the drugs were wearing off. Who knows? Investigators also searched their house, but didn't find anything of Jaren's. They did find a super, super clean house. with Lots of bleach and lots of cleaning supplies. And by the look of Margaret's dye job, I just don't think that she kept her house up that well either.
2: You know that is saying? so judgy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. My like, God. My. I, I that am bad? I am sorry oh. to all of the colored hair
3: people of the world. I apologize. Listen, I told you, I like colored haired people. We I, clean our houses, Tab. I'm not saying that. I'm saying she... Her lifestyle, her hair. OK, I might be a total bitch. Sorry. I also <laughs> no. No, 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 no. most you, of the time
2: take it down a notch. I think you're I think we all get what you're saying. She looked a little grungy. She, she doesn't think that maybe house cleaning was her top priority.
3: Yes. But I also will confess that I sometimes look together and
2: your house is fucking gross. I've been there. when That's it's gross. what I'm saying. So like. <laughs> yeah.
3: Even though my outer appearance looks pretty put together, sometimes my house does not. Okay. So I could totally be wrong. Margaret might have been OCD chick that keeps her shit real clean. I don't know. But I am being real judgmental and I apologize for that in advance. Please do not write me a million emails about how I'm such a I
2: already gave her a hard time. You don't have a stupid person.
3: Okay? Okay. Okay. And don't give me a a review. If you really have a problem, just DM me. I promise I'll write you back. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys, I have to take a break real quick to talk about one of our sponsors who has made our life so much easier. You know, I have talked before about how many vitamins and supplements I take and Care Of has made it so easy. I just took an online quiz for five minutes, maybe five minutes, about my diet, lifestyle, and wellness goals, and they tailored my vitamins for me, and they come in a pack, individually wrapped, so I know that I'm getting the exact amount I need for every single day. Really, I am this New Year's just celebrating the little victories, And that is one of them. If I can take a daily supplement that my body needs, I'm into it. And you guys should be into it too because we have an awesome offer. 50% off your first order with Care Of. And all you guys have to do is go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code CLINK50. Again, TakeCareOf.com and enter the code CLINK50.
1: You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient, they are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put up learning that language. There is no better time than right now, seriously get started before your summer vacay. the our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's
0: episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are, and if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels Great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com.
3: The investigators thought that, you know, they were cleaning something up. In the meantime, Jaron's family had a funeral for Jaron they mourned the loss of her, be- their beautiful daughter, mother, sister, friend, and her mom wanted answers. She has said that she knew Jaron took some wrong turns in life, but she was sweet and kind and in no way should she have been found this way. And I agree. I have read so much about her as much as I could. And it seems like she came from a rough home, but she had this really nice, sweet, good-spirited personality and was always upbeat. So that's a little bit about Jaren, but you can't really find too much. I I even tried to look like for old Facebooks or MySpaces or anything like that, but there is nothing. So back to Dickface Terry. He was put in jail for being a sex offender that failed to register. And while in jail, him and his girlfriend, Margaret, kept in contact. And the police, they kept their tabs on their communication. How'd they keep in contact? Because you can call. Margaret's out of jail because they had nothing on them. Oh. So Margaret's out. They kept Terry. She's calling him. And they are a tumultuous couple, okay? They have fights over the phone they get in fights over email or mail or something that they were keeping contact with it's actually email so i guess some you can yeah in some places you can uh uh-huh yeah and on top of that it looked like margaret didn't really want to wait for terry she had her eyes on another fella which kind of makes sense because she's in her 20s and terry's in his 40s i mean she's probably like i you know on to the next. Well,
2: hi, he's a sex offender, and he sounds like he just murdered someone. I think maybe pick bachelor number two.
3: Yeah, not the final rose, right? Right. So after an ample amount of recorded phone calls and emails that were exchanged, wouldn't you know that two fellow inmates came forward to rat on Terry, too? oh yeah, that happens. I'm going to go on a limb here and say these two inmates were probably working with the police as their story is that Terry killed Jaron with Margaret to rid themselves of their demons. Supposedly, Margaret had a shrine and all these books on her shelf of black magic and shit. And one of the books in particular, called out this special night that you can sacrifice a human woman and rid yourself of demons or sins. I think this sounds real off. Yeah, I'm not with that at all. But this is what the police are going with. So these two informants claim Terry needed to rid himself of his depression and drug addiction. So he sacrificed Jared. In the emails and phone recordings, Margaret and Terry talked about how he was the one going down for whatever, and he could bring her right to that place as well so that they both could have no life. Sounding like he was resenting the fact that she was out living and he was sitting in the clink.
2: Totally. He was.
3: Yeah. At one point he says, remember when you had to work? And I was spring cleaning while well, I saved something. And he goes on to say that he has two pairs of underwear, one being Margaret's and one being of another girl. So... What does that mean? I think he, he kept one of Jaren's.
2: So how is that going to incriminate Margaret?
3: Well, they were together. I mean, they have them on video. The FBI also was in there talking to Terry a lot when he was in jail. And basically, you know how they are able to tell lies. So they kept saying, Margaret has a lawyer. Margaret has Margaret's telling us this and that. And and so he's getting real pissed. He's like, he's on fire, you know. So he's having these like conversations with Margaret on the phone. One of them. He's talking to Margaret and he says, the FBI in Mississippi just came to talk to me, and they talked to me about the whole thing with that girl. I told her, I don't remember anything. We were on things, bath salts, weed. That's the lifestyle we were living, and they were saying we saw a girl walking from the store or whatever, and they tried to get a map to show us all walking. Then they said the three of us got in a car, and it's like, He goes back and forth and he's like making these references, but then he keeps saying like, we're being recorded, but that's okay. Okay. We're being recorded, but that's okay. So he's trying to get something out to Margaret about what they're saying, but then, you know, he can't really say much. Right. So he also says in this, this one particular conversation that if it was an OD, it's not a homicide. She's confused as the recording is confusing when I read it. And so she says, are you saying that you don't remember? And he just says, it didn't happen.
2: OK, Margaret, he's saying, if you say anything, say this is that what she I OD- Yeah. Say yeah. that she OD'd and then you chopped her up. Yeah, that's a much. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying.
3: So saying, put
2: down the heroin and let's put on your ears. Hocus, pocus, everybody focus. I say that all the time in my
3: classroom. Oh, my God. That is so funny that you just said that because I have never heard that except for yesterday. Colton came in <laughs> from school and he says, hocus, pocus, everybody focus. And I was like, what? And he's like, mom, say it. Say it. <laughs> like, OK, Hocus <laughs> focus, everybody focus. OK, I like that. That's real cute. Okay. I got to tell myself that a lot. Okay. Right now, especially. Mm. So, anyhow, enough back and forth with this video surveillance and the phone calls and the testimony from the two jail informants. They had enough to charge Terry. And in 2015, he was convicted and is now serving two life sentences. Now, on to Margaret Sanchez. As police were looking into her past, they saw that just months prior to Jaron's murder, Margaret filmed a documentary where she narrated about her friends who, after Hurricane Katrina, went off the rails. Their names were Zach Bowen and Addie Hall. Zach Murdered and dismembered his girlfriend, Addie, who happened to be best friends with Margaret Sanchez. And that is where you come in, Gretchen, because Gretchen did this case when we went to New Orleans. I
2: did do the case of Zach Bowen and Addie Call. And I do remember that I talked a little bit about this weird thing with Margaret because she narrated that documentary and I was trying to get my hands on it, and you can't.
3: I know. So it's one of our first episodes. It's called Spirits Love Spirits. It's probably my favorite episode. I think it's not
2: my favorite. It's not. I don't know
3: why you say that. Yeah. I Well, I haven't listened to it since we did it. So (laughs) I could could totally be wrong now since we've worked on it. It's no Zumba. Oh, that one's fun. I also like that um, Orange County Yeah, that was a good one. one. So anyways, and this is when all of those like the cases just kind of run together in my memory now. So uh, I remember the first couple ones we did. Anyhow, I could not also get my hands on that documentary because I think they used it in um, Margaret's trial. And it's nowhere to be seen anymore. Oh, well, maybe... Because she's been sentenced, right? No, she has. Yeah,
2: so... So maybe she can't until all her appeals run oh. out. The documentary won't because it's evidence or something.
3: Yeah. So there's also a show called The Final Witness where she was interviewed about Zach and Addie. The documentary was supposed to be called Zach and Addie. And then there was this other show called The Final Witness. I, I don't know if it's the same thing but I couldn't get either of them. Hmm. She, I did see some things about what she said on it. And basically she says that she felt for Zach and she says, you know, um, I kind of know, like, I'm sure Zach was feeling like he had to rid, get rid of the evidence and cut up Addie's body. The whole thing is just like way too close for comfort. That is so weird. I have a few thoughts on this. Like, because this is years after, like, did her thinking about her friend dying and how she died normalize the act to her in some way? Or could she possibly been involved with Zach at some level to help him or see what happened or anything of that sort? Uh, Like in your episode, you said Zach kept a journal Of the days after he murdered Addie, and there's nothing that says anything about Margaret. I don't know if he wanted to protect her, but it is really, really strange that Margaret's best friend could be dismembered and put into some sort of water, and then Margaret's involved in a case where a woman is dismembered and thrown into water well so. do
2: you think that there is any thing to what the police are saying that their theory is that it's because they had this you know affection for the occult or whatever and this weird cleanse yourself night
3: okay so if they did then it's margaret cleansing herself of of basically sins that of Addy since that's what I would think the the police really think that there is a
2: lot of that like, you know, voodoo, we like stuff down there. I know. I mean, it's like I think it's just mostly just like touristy, you know, stuff. But like we went to when we were at crime, yeah. Fund, you know, we went to this museum like they're really into like ghost
3: tours and
2: they're kind of into stuff like that there.
3: Yeah. I know. I have thought about it. OK, so there's another thing. Jaren was the way that Jaren died was she was stabbed in the heart one time. Yeah, that sounds culty. It does sound culty. I don't nobody knows what happened to her. They have never said. Let me tell you, Margaret pled guilty a year after Terry was convicted. And she was sentenced to 40 years for manslaughter, 40 years for obstruction of justice, and 20 years for the charge of conspiracy to obstruct justice. But all those run concurrently. So she basically is sentenced to 40 years. I'm having like a hard time believing that they were in this culty type of situation, but it's possible. I mean, they were drug addicts. They somehow got her to leave with them. They killed her in a matter of probably hours. Police's theory was that they were going to pay Jaron for sex with them. And that's how they got her to get out of the club with them. Like have a threesome. Yeah. I don't think that that's true because I think that Terry and Margaret didn't have any money. And Jaron probably knew that. I mean, she also stripped from time to time. So, I don't think that's it. I think it's more like, hey, come with us. We have some money to be made somewhere. And 22 hours, I mean, I don't know how long it takes to like cut up somebody, but it I don't think it could be quick. I don't know. So maybe she know. was into this occult stuff and she was trying to, I don't know. I mean, it's far out to me. But that's what the police went with. Um, So it's possible. There's no physical evidence in this case. There is
1: no. Oh, so she
3: really did do a good job cleaning her house. There is no DNA. The only thing they have is surveillance of the vehicle. Surveillance of them leaving the club, which looks like they were together, but it's not 100% confirmed. So what do you think? Um, I think I'm glad that they
2: are caught, but I also think, I bet Margaret doesn't talk to her mama anymore. (laughs) I'm sure she doesn't (laughs) (laughs) because that's probably the only reason she got caught. I also think, I think that there probably is something to whatever. I would like to know what kind of weird stuff they were into because yeah, it does sound bizarre-ish to just be stabbed one time in the heart and then cut up and then dumped in water. Like, maybe they were practicing something weird.
3: Okay. So that is what they said happened. Like, on this particular day, you're supposed to take a woman, stab her in the heart, and then rid her in water. The dismembering part was not part of the ritual, but that's the part that they did, I guess, to probably conceal evidence. And maybe it just felt right for Margaret. I don't know. I mean, I can't even I imagine.
2: think the part that Margaret might have been a part of the dismembering part is, yeah, if all of a sudden Margaret is part of this big documentary and people are asking her all these questions about Addie. I mean, as I recall, it that documentary took eight years to make. So it had been a minute since Addie Hall had died.
3: Yes, it's it was a long time. And this was only 15 months before that she did the documentary. And I think the documentary took like she had just recorded parts of it just months before. So it wasn't like, you know, eight years ago that she did it.
1: It was. Yeah.
2: She's doing a lot of drugs and they said something about bath salts. I mean, that'll make you crazy. And maybe she's like hyper focused on the Addie murder because it kept being brought up all the time. And We've kind of seen that with people, right? Where someone dies and it kind of becomes part of their identity. Yes. They talk a, about a it so much or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. And so maybe that happened to her. And then maybe she did want to kind of act out what Zach did to Addie.
3: I don't know. I don't know, but it's a super strange case. Yeah, it is strange. And. I think they got convicted with, like, very little to go on. I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't... They must not have had good attorneys to give, like, a sliver of doubt, you know? They must have said a lot of incriminating shit
2: on that, those phone calls and emails See. and
3: stuff. And then they
2: they were paranoid because the drugs ate their brains. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think that they... I think they went to do drugs. I think they did do drugs. I think that they did do drugs together. I think these drugs definitely helped them perform whatever ritual they were performing. And I mean, remember that person ate that other person in when he was on bath salts? Yeah. I think it was in Florida. It was like, I think. Extra gnarly. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Real crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the story of Jaren Lockhart. And I tried to find her daughter, but I think her daughter would maybe be 13 or 14. So I couldn't find her because I just was hoping that she was living like a nice life and her grandma was, you know, taking care of her, which I'm sure she is. I'm hopeful. Anyhow, you guys, if you want more of us, Gretchen's doing a bonus crime this week on Patreon. You go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. This week is Gretchen Anthony. Gretchen Anthony. Mm -hmm. Another Gretchen. I know. Scary. Scary. If you guys want to subscribe to our podcast, if you have not done so, just scroll down and hit subscribe, or I don't even think you have to scroll down. You just have to hit subscribe. Then you will show up in your feed every Monday. If you would like to give us a five-star review, we would thank you very much for that. Um, Apple is not updating their reviews right now for some odd reason. Maybe they're on a COVID break, so I have to go to another place to read them. Somebody doesn't like that we write, that we read off our reviews. I think they think that it's like narcissistic. And I kind of agree. It is narcissistic, but we also kind of like it. So, yeah,
2: it started off as we just really needed them. Yeah. Because that you just (laughs) really, really need those reviews when you're getting started. And then we decided it's really too boring to do it in the
3: beginning of the podcast. So we've moved it to the end. And I think people also like to hear their names. People get excited.
2: Yeah, people like it. And so we like to give that to them. And apparently they like to hear me tell people to eat a dick. So I'm not, <laughs> not going to stop doing that either. So as I agree, it totally is narcissistic, but we're kind of stuck with it now. And we do do it at the very end. So I think we're pretty easy to turn off at this point if it's not to your liking.
3: Yeah. So it's not to she she gives a four star. So I i am not mad at you, but I won't even read your name out because maybe you don't want me to. But she does say reading your own reviews, please stop. She thinks that we should do more something more interesting, like answering people's questions. I also agree with that. You know, like I could I could be down with that. That would be something fun to do. Maybe we think about that. So thanks for that suggestion.
2: Feel free to send us those questions.
3: Yeah. That's right. Feel free yeah. to send us some. Okay. If you do, yeah. Um, actually go to housewives a true crime at gmail.com and in the subject line put question and then write your question. That would be that awesome. That would be fun. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. we're into it. Okay. Good. Thank you so much, SMMGV Mac. New listener, Ashley2021. 20, Love the podcast. Thanks so much. Love you two girls from Jocelyn56. Thank you. Obsessed with this podcast from Annie Big Banjan. Thank you. Love from Ohi from Ohi Honey. Oh, what's up, Ohi Honey? I was born there. You were born in OHI? I didn't
2: know. Oh, that. Isn't that it's unusual, right? Yeah, you can't well, you can't um they Do don't they even have a hospital. They have a hospital, but they don't have people, you can't birth your baby at the hospital anymore.
3: Oh no. Well, that's special. But I'm very old. Uh, Juliana SB is from Brazil, giving us some love. Thank you so much. Uh, Michelle from San Juan Capistrano. Thank you so much. What's up, neighbor? Tam Bam 88 says, clink, clink. Thank you. Y'all from Royal Lubin. Thank you so much. Good podcast from Evan Harvey 112. This Evan Harvey says, good podcast. Gretchen has a sexy voice.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank
3: you. Thanks, Evan. <laughs> First review. Welcome. Wow. This one is a good one. Thank you, Kansas Six. That was super sweet. Long review. I love that. You can tell BM2399 to eat a dick if you would like. That's a one star. They say that we are very eat a dick. BDM and researched. BDM. He's my BDSM. Listen to this. Okay, you guys, let me tell you. We say it time and time again. We're housewives of true crime. We don't have somebody researching. We do all the research ourselves. And I will say we put a fucking lot of effort into it. So I do want to say eat a dick. But if you would like another podcast that is an investigative podcast that has like a shit ton of money behind it from like Wondery, then there are plenty
1: of those. There's
2: plenty. That you can find. There's plenty.
3: Yes.
1: Okay. Julie and by the
2: way, P. we read yes. everything. We really do. We read everything that's out there. But no, we're not like actually interviewing friends oh. and family and, and shit like
3: that. Like we're not dateline. Nobody wants to fucking talk to us. Hello. Let me tell you, they also referenced another podcast that um, also does the same shit as us. So. Okay. Go eat a dick even more. Okay. Yeah, so eat I never dick. say that. So she never I does. So it. she means it. She means it hard. She wants it to be a fat one. julie p 2020 sucks Mm -hmm. that's her that's her uh, apple podcast name i don't think you suck (laughs) i don't think you suck at all by the way because you gave us a five star okay oh
2: my god we have never given a shout out although we did say their name to the best review ever what Somebody wrote us and I, for, please forgive me for not remembering your name, but they wrote us and set in their review and said that we were like doing meth or something
3: oh, yes. <laughs> like doing crack,
2: but <laughs> except without we, the bad teeth. We, yeah. But without <laughs> the bad teeth.
3: Yeah. I love that one so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Camp Curry, thank you. Megan by the Bay in New Zealand. Awesome. Thank you. My Chew Man, great pod. Thank you. Melissa, clink, clink, my loves. New listener from... Oh, no, we got that. We're done. Okay, so we're uh, we're on Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook, Housewives of True Crime on Instagram, and we also have a dieting one if you want more tips and tricks on how to swallow your food and not spit it out and still have good stuff. That's about as educational as it gets, but yeah, we do <laughs> we do that Thank you guys clink 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 clink